Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Here it is. It is hour three of Backbone Radio. And boy, we've been having so much fun all the way along tonight. And now the third and final hour of this Sunday, November 27, 2022. Been wading through all kinds of wonderful text messages. Been exploring all kinds of topics. And talking to one and all who have checked in tonight with their wisdom Some wisdom levels higher than others, but basically everybody quite high. At any rate, I thought I would talk for a moment about PSYOP, survival skills, practical advice for surviving the PSYOP that we are living in, and how that relates to exhaustion, exhaustion from the media, and some people claiming that, oh, Trump is just too exhausting for them. And so they'd rather see somebody else be the nominee for president for the Republican Party. And so I thought I would just look into this a little bit. And I do think more commentators should spend a little bit more time dispensing advice on how to manage and survive the PSYOP that we are living in. And a PSYOP is a psychological operation waged by governments and agencies against people of a certain nation. And going back many years, you know, the CIA, other agencies have been very expert and they've honed their skills at waging psyops in recent conflicts like in Afghanistan and like in Iraq and, you know, Libya, the Middle East. And all of this stuff, of course, has been going on. World War II, World War I, Civil War, Revolutionary War. It's part of war is to wage a psyop against your enemy, against your opponent. And, you know, just read on the history of war, you'll see that. But now today, with technology so advanced, and with screens everywhere, screens in everybody's faces most all of the day, the psyop has taken on a new dimension and has reached new levels of being able to affect our minds. And um, that is a fact that we are living in And the new dimension is also enhanced by the fact that the military-industrial complex, the agencies are now turning their psyops, not on Iraq, not on Afghanistan, not on foreign enemies, but upon the American heartland itself. And so I've been talking about psyops for years, and I've been studying the media, studying propaganda, studying how these things work. And I've come up with this concept of the psyop, And I do lament it that, you know, most American people are just living out their lives and they're normal people and they're not all up on what psyops are. They're not all up on military history and how warfare works and how mind operations work and how propaganda control works. They're just living their lives and doing their jobs and raising their families and doing their thing. 
And they might notice that, oh, gosh, you know, in the media all the time, it's all this negative. It's all this bad stuff. It's all this problems over Trump and so forth. And so some of these people maybe out there are claiming exhaustion. I've seen some of them on Twitter. And those people who do claim exhaustion generally are rhino types, generally are establishment types or bot types on Twitter who are trying to use that as an argument against Donald Trump is that he is, well, exhausting. And some of those individuals might stand up to, like, daily fake news and daily specific instances of fake news. But then they step back and they'll, they'll collapse in front of fake news in the aggregate. You know, 365 days of fake news is maybe harder to manage than one day of fake news. And they, they have, like, an incomplete immunity to propaganda is how I would describe it. Okay. But as we survive this unique historic time in which, yes, our own government is running psyops against us. Isn't that amazing? Look at Joe Biden's own words, you know. Look at what they're trying to do. They're turning the anti-terrorism abilities of our government, which we were, which were given them by the Patriot Act after 9-11. They're turning those enhanced powers against the American people themselves because... The people in power, the ruling class, see the American people as a threat to their power. And so they're doing everything they can to psyop us and throw out the constant hoax media, all the negative, the manufactured narratives and scandals and all that stuff. And that is one of the weakest ways the psyop can work, is that people could come out and say, well, you know, the psyop will end if Trump doesn't run again. The PSYOP will end if Trump, doesn't go, if, if Trump goes away. <laughs> and to that, you just have to laugh. We have to do a few things with all of this. And one, I do think, is obviously to cultivate detachment from it, to let it just roll over you, to see through it, to see through the freaks that are behind the curtain, behind the screen, the freaks and the losers and the psychologically imbalanced individuals who are craving their own power and despise you, and they are throwing the psyops on you. You have to understand who they are and what freaks they are. But yet, we have to cultivate an endless appetite for propaganda, an endless appetite for it. Let, let, let them throw as much propaganda as they possibly can at us, and don't let it exhaust us. Let it only energize us. And I tell you frankly that that is my response to the media. That is my response to all of the hoaxes. That is my response to all of the fake news and all of the Adam Schiff, Liz Cheney stuff you see out there, the nasty, deleterious people that are so beholden to the ruling class and just lying, lying, lying with what they do and how they maneuver and how they operate. They know how to, how to maneuver the beltway. But I get energized by that. I get motivated by all of that. And there are maybe ways to do this. And, of course, you know, when you have a radio show and you come out and comment and you have to follow the news and some, some detail, you know, I develop a bit of a skill set that I think more people should, should talk about and other commentators. And I think, yeah, the commentators who should be talking about this are the ones who are not the victims, the victims of the PSYOP. So many commentators are victims of the PSYOP. And a lot of commentators are purveyors of the PSYOP. So they are, they are not the people who should be commenting on all of this kind of stuff. But Meister Eckhart, if you ever read that uh, theologian, 
Christian mystic theologian, Germany, 1300s, wrote some brilliant stuff about detachment. And when you start realizing that if something is coming at you from a screen, of course there were no screens then, but you can detach from it. You can just sort of step aside it, let it roll through you, see through it, and not let it leave a mark, not let it leave any kind of a trace at all, except as to have an awareness that that is what the PSYOP people are pushing on you, and that is what some of the benighted individuals in the country that believe the stuff on their screens are actually thinking is true. Does that make sense? You have to be realistic about it, but you cannot let it dampen your dauber or get you exhausted or take away any of your zest for life or any of your freshness (laughs) as you approach your day-to-day existence, okay? But we are surrounded again by constant curated bombardment from our Orwellian telescreens that only a handful of people are really controlling the content of our screens. That's why it's such a big deal what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter, trying to bring free speech to Twitter. Oh, the people in power cannot abide that. They cannot stand that. Oh, that is the worst thing for them. That is the worst thing for their power obsessions to lose control of the narrative And as Elon Musk was tweeting earlier today, they will not give up their control of the narratives very easily. They're going to pull every below-the-belt, every stunt they can think of to try to maintain their control of the narrative. Oh, they're going after Elon, kind of the way they went after Trump. Makes sense? Whenever you are a threat to establishment power, they will throw everything at you, everything they have got. And you have to understand that that is the price we have to pay for freedom to not live in a gulag, to not live in a Chinese CCP-run apartment complex in a rumkey where the doors were locked from the outside and 44 people burned to death on November 23rd, sparking protests across this country. But no, no, no. Blow it off. Blow it off. Blow it off. Stand your ground. Be a sticker. And I've got some more, some more practical tips on this. When we come back around the corner, be right back. John Lennon and the Beatles bringing us back with the electric version of Revolution. Remember that line? If you go carrying signs of Chairman Mao, you ain't going to make it with anyone anyhow. And that's our guy Klaus Schwab played in the last hour. Praising the CCP, praising China as the role model for the rest of the world. Give me a Hey, no, folks. Not going to live in the gulag. Not going to do that. That's what we got to stand up and resist all the way. And part of the price of that resisting that is having a lot of PSYOP action directed at your mind. A lot of noise in the media. A lot of hoaxes. A lot of manufactured crises and scandals that are designed to dispirit you and disorient you, keep you off kilter, and make you just wish it would go away. I used an example earlier. It's like, you know, you got the two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old kid who's throwing the tantrum because they want something. They want that piece of candy or something. And you just think, oh, you know, you don't need to eat that whole thing of candy before you go to bed. But they're going to keep throwing the tantrum. Oh, they're going to have a tantrum until they get what they want. And you want the noise to go away. And it's a little exhausting. Yeah. But that's just the price you got to pay, right? That's just part of the deal. And nobody's better at the left than throwing tantrums, tantrums, tantrums until they get their way 
And, of course, they're going to be using that on Trump. And even the DeSantis people, the Rhino people, the McConnell people, the Paul Ryan people, the Bill Crystal people will be using that on Trump. But we are cultivating a certain special set of skills. You ever seen that movie with Liam Neeson? What was it called? Taken? He's got a special set of skills. And you need to cultivate a special set of skills in this PSYOP era. Make no mistake, we are in the middle of a massive PSYOP. It's been going on for years, probably really decades, but with massive intensity since Trump came down the escalator. Massive PSYOP in which the beleaguered, besieged ruling class that is weak and a bunch of freaks in this country feel like they are threatened by the American people, that the American people themselves, the heartland, is a threat to their power. And so they are psyoping us to the max. They control what they can control. They can control the media, which means they can control a psyop, okay? Used to they direct the psyops against the Iraqis, you know, against the different groups and conflicts around the world. But no, that's directed against us right now. You have to understand that you are in the middle of this psyop. Your mind is in the middle of all this, and we need the certain skills to combat it. And so I've already talked about a few things that I, I recommend. Seeing through the people behind the curtain, understanding that they are freaks and losers and weasels, obsessed with their own power, and also nervous and vulnerable, that helps. That's a good start. To be able to see through all of that propaganda as just nonsense. See through it. All that stuff that keeps coming at you, coming at you on your screen or into your ears, just blow it off, let it roll off of you. Also... Why not cultivate some physical fitness? Be ready for stuff. I've always been a big believer and promoter of physical fitness, but especially for men, weight training. But women, women and men, actually the same. Weight, just a little bit of weight training goes a long way. Be ready for stuff. Be ready. Get your body ready. Devote some attention to your body. Keep it healthy. Pursue as good a health as you can. Take some time for some breathing techniques and breathing exercises, the bodily breathing, the abdominal breathing, the things that people like Wim Hof, you know, that Dutch guy who can sit in the cold water for an hour, the ice cold water, what the Zen masters have figured out, what the Tibetan Buddhists have figured out, the Dalai Lama, they're onto something with some of this breathing stuff. I highly recommend that be looked into. Become undistractable. Don't let the daily psyops, don't let the daily narratives that they control throw you off the bigger picture. Does that make sense? Keep your eye on the bigger picture, and that really is ruling class corruption, uniparty corruption in America. Keep your eye on the bigger picture. Don't let yourself be distracted by all the little fun stuff that comes along and all the different stuff that they're throwing at you and trying to manufacture your outrage to get you to be mad about this and mad about that. Meanwhile, you forgot what's really going on. See what I mean? And also, I'm with Dennis Prager on this one, is reach out for kindred spirits. Try to develop an active and healthy social lifestyle. Reach out socially. Prager's concept of kindred spirits, I think, is a brilliant one that we need to pursue as best we can. And try to find those people out there that, you know, you can spend time with, that you can trust. Family members, non-family members, and build those networks and keep those people's numbers. Keep in touch with people. And part of that is, is you're reaching out to people and don't expect everybody to be able to see through the PSYOP. I mean, I am constantly interacting with people in my daily life and all kinds of ways that are really victims of PSYOPs and they don't have any clue what's really going on. They're completely swallowing the mainstream narratives all the time. 
And I don't expect them to be able to do better than that. I don't expect them to be able to see through stuff. And so you don't need to have that as a demand of people in order to have relations with them and, and good cheer with them. And all. You know, does that make sense? Don't wall yourself off. Keep out there. Keep making contacts. This is just some advice that I'm coming up with. Get out into nature. We have mountains here. We have plains. We have forests. Get outside. There is something healing about nature and spending time in it as we live in this site that becomes ever more important. I do talk about growing your faith, refining your faith. That will keep your perspective better and wholer if you can always be working on it, always be refining that faith. And that's, uh, that's larger stuff. That's the more significant stuff. And it helps you know that stuff comes and goes. People come and go. Regimes come and go. But yet when you've got the... And you know the, worms, the worm turns historically, right? Things come and go. Moods come and go. But faith gives you a little bit of a, a bit of a, some, some footing in the eternal, which I think helps us get through the side. And cultivating an attitude of just being tough. Nobody tougher than Trump who has stood up to all of it. The entire world, corrupt ruling classes, the World Economic Forum mindset, the Build Back Better people, the media of Europe and all around the world and America and the Chinese and go down. Trump has stood up to all of it and all of the an attitude of being tough, an attitude of not giving up, an attitude of not giving in, an attitude of persistence, persistence. Keep at it. Keep at it. I also recommend people to read widely. Don't get stuck in just a couple of sources. You know, definitely be able to get outside the mainstream media. I do think a lot of people are constantly ricocheting around within the mainstream media echo chamber, and they have, they're, they can't see a way out of it, and it, it makes them, like, down and depressed, and they kind of get, like I was talking about last week, claustrophobic without realizing, showing symptoms of claustrophobia without realizing they're claustrophobic, because they're stuck inside this manufactured... Potemkin village that is not real of mainstream media echo chambers controlled by the power people pulling the strings on your mind. But if you can read widely and find some voices that you respect or like or trust or want to, you know, have something that can add input to where you are right now, all of that is incredibly helpful as I talk about these skill sets, these PSYOP survival skill sets that we really need right now in order to help save this place. Because, no, we do not want to live in a gulag, and we've seen how that works in history. We do not want to live in that kind of world. We do not want to relinquish our freedoms. And one of the prices we have to pay to not relinquish our freedoms, to keep liberty and the chance for freedom aloft, is to be able to put up with a bunch of noise from the PSYOP people, from the media people. We have to be able to tolerate that and to handle that, and, again, not let it exhaust us. Not let it weaken us. Let it only invigorate us, motivate us, energize us. That is not always an easy response, I grant that. But that's what we got to do. I mean, that's, and the American people, tough people. The tough American people, heritage and history, oh, we, we've got it in us. More than any other nation, by far. Hang on the phone lines, be right back. Oh, just letting that one play a little bit on too long, but why not? You know, just having fun. 
little song called An Illustration of Loneliness by Courtney Barnett. And I think that's a voice that has something to say. And I'll tell you what, with this PSYOP stuff, it's really not that hard. You can decide to let it exhaust you. You can decide to do that. You can be the victim. You can let it take a toll on you and make you miserable and cut off social ties. Don't do that. It's really not that hard to snap your fingers and have essentially complete immunity to the PSYOP and the propaganda. Well, it takes a little work, but some of it is an attitude. And just know, you know, that the political people, they're out for you. They want your stuff. They don't, they don't want you to be free. They want your resources. They're coming for you. You might not be interested in politics, but the political people are interested in you, and they're coming for you. And this is just one of the things you have to do to stay ready, keep breathing, develop these skill sets. And that's, that's just something I am passionate about and love to spread the word on. <clears throat> Don't let the tantrum throwers eventually get their way. The longer they throw a tantrum, just let them throw a tantrum. Let them do it while you're just doing your thing and smiling and enjoying life. And, hey, look how miserable those people are throwing the tantrum. They're miserable. Oh, too bad. Cry harder. You see that one a lot on Twitter. And I just swallowed my green tea the wrong way, so I'm kind of hacking a little bit, and I'll turn off the mic if I have to hack again, but sometimes the green tea goes down the wrong pipe. Green tea, I could add that. That's, that's good for your PSYOP survival skill set. Green tea, or as one of my kids calls it, teen gree. Anyway, onto the phone lines, and thanks for the indulgence of letting me just just uh, just monologue there for too long. But Mary in Denver next in line, then Gary, you're next. Hang on. But Mary, how are you getting along out there? Uh, about like everybody else. <laughs> uh, um, I I I think that all that Trump did was great. However, I think that we're stretching ourselves too thin. We ought to pick on the things that really, really matter, oil being one, and hammer it home how many things that oil is used for that we use every day. Well, energy is the foundation of a free economy, totally. And that's okay. what the World Economic Forum, Build Back Better, Biden people want to do is constrict their access to fossil fuels while enhancing their investments in the green energy sphere and essentially um, reducing demand for energy forcibly while grandma, you know, gets too cold in the winter in Germany. If it's hitting over there, it's not good. Well, and the other thing is a constant lesson on do I want to be a communist or do I want to be free? Yep. And a lot of people say, what's communist? What does it do? Why, would, why couldn't I live that way? They're going to take care of us. No, we need an explanation. These kids in school aren't getting any explanation about communism. Unfortunately and true. 18 to 24, they are the ones that are causing the trouble. If they and could just talk to I, some I people who I'm have... Totally the only people that really, really don't like communism are the ones that have tried it. <laughs> yes. Or and the ones who... Here. Or the ones who are... They're smart enough to realize what's really going on, which, uh, you know, when you're, when you're a kid, you're not getting the education, you know, you, you can understand why they might not quite grasp. 
the full Solzhenitsyn and gulag impact of what communism means, right? Exactly. And, and like I said, I love all the things that Trump did, but I think that all of us who are trying to get across to people, what, how could people be happy with the way it is now? And why can't they see that? But it, it really it really boils down, do you want to be a communist country or do you want to have freedom? And they don't even understand what freedom is. Well, and freedom is not easy. Freedom is not easy. Liberty is not easy. Freedom and liberty are always messy. The only thing that's really not messy is totalitarianism is like full control, full throttle Marxist communism in which, you know, they... Uh, They've already got the power all locked up in the, in the hands of the Politburo. That's yep. not messy. Was like when Saddam Hussein wins the election by 99.9% of the vote and the way they do things in China. Yeah, that's, it's not messy, but, oh, the masses suffer. Oh, do they ever. The amount of repression that goes on in those societies, you just, it's just painful to even think of it. But again, I think we all ought to be talking about, including Trump, uh, yes, he can throw in the things he did, but really pick on those two things. You would advise that, Trump to focus, narrow it down, drive home some key points, rather than like that, spread it out too make thin. Living, well, make living po- possible for us. Mm-hmm. And it isn't possible without energy. Oh, exactly we right. We can't do anything. They'll be learning so, that in Europe right now, and so much of our inflation is related to Biden's energy policy right here in America. That's, you know, cheap yeah. energy is the foundation of a thriving capitalist economy. That's right. Yep. That's right. And so, you know, it just hammer at home, and and you know this and the green energy thing and all that crap. Yep. And my but, point on uh, green energy is that we need some of that, and let's let's explore that. Let's let's bring some more of that on, but let's not militantly force that on the world when it's not ready for it. And for the foreseeable future, won't be unless you want people to starve and die and go hungry and uh, freeze to death, which is uh, you know what some places, especially third world countries, are going to have real trouble with the green energy plans of the Build Back Better World Economic Forum crowd. And so let's let's be driving that home. Good point, Mary. Not forget, let's not forget Gates. Good old Bill he, Gates. He yeah. Owned, Speaking he of freaks, a yeah. greater part of everything, including our seed supply. Good for Bill. Yeah, and he's a he's big into synthetic meat, and I guess I haven't found his yeah. quote on eating bugs, but he's very close with Klaus Schwab, the Bond no, villain. Sure. Of course he is. He's but, part of the cabal. Darn right he, he really is. Isn't. Yeah. Well, Mary, I'd keep going, but, boy, we're getting stacked here. So thank you for stirring everybody up. All the best to you, Mary. Stay close. And Gary in Aurora. Is this West Point, Gary, or a different Gary? No, it's the West Point. The West Point, Gary. Bless you. It's good to hear your voice, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm blessed to be able to talk to people still. Right on. Some medical issues. Anyway. Okay, um, hey, thoughts are thoughts are with you from everybody at Backbone World to you, Gary. We've been talking to you for many years and love your input. So uh, let us be the wind well, beneath your wings. Here's here's what I've got to say. I, number one, I'm not moving anywhere. Uh, I'm I've, I've lived in New York where people forget that they are nasty, 
some of them. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, then they have a president who may ruffle their feathers a little. And, oh, my God, how could he be president? And then we go into this nonsense with the, with the energy. Where, where's it? Well, first of all, we know half of his brain is not working. Okay, or something. Two thirds, like that. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I had a father who had uh, had the same issue. But you know, it's it's just nonsense to. And and then if they even think about doing anything else overseas, are they crazy? What what? what? We're going to buy our stuff from from the Russians or or whoever. You're talking about energy no. from Venezuela, from the yeah. that being dependent on the middlemen in the Middle East for our energy needs? Not a good place to be. I wouldn't buy anything from China either, but you may throw them in too, I guess. But Well, um, that's where you differ from the ruling class. They're all about using the slave labor in China to get their uh, stock portfolios high and to, you know, booster and bolster their multinational corporations. That that's that's where how they roll. Well, I, I, that's where I was going to go next, and I know I'm on too long already. But the Speaker of the Senate, McConnell, this character's got to go someplace else. Send him down to Florida. Let him experience some of the tornadoes and the hurricanes and. And the twenty foot snakes, and that sucker be straightened out in about ten. You're minutes. not a fan of Mitch McConnell, huh, Gary? Huh, West Point? Oh, well, no, I, I I really enjoy not listening to him. He, yeah, he never says anything anyway. Yep, he's kind of a a lethal persona. Got rid of the Tea Party, trying to get rid of MAGA. No thanks to Mitch. Thank you, West Point. And there is our sacred number tonight on this Sunday, November 27th, 2022. Ralph Stanley and the Stanley Brothers. The song Angel Band, which is one of the all-time great sacred numbers. And I like to bring it out from time to time around here. As we're always just trying to work on our faith, which is a big factor in Skill sets needed to survive the psyop we are living in. So honored by the callers, and I'm, I'm going to do one little clip, and I'm going to talk to everybody. I wanted to get this, and I've been saving this, this CIA, Bob Bayer, former CIA agent. He decries free speech nonsense on Elon Musk's Twitter, claims it will benefit Russian disinformation. See, the CIA people, the ruling class people, They don't want free speech. It's harder for them to control narratives. They are anti-free speech. The rhinos are, the establishment is, understand this. We are living in a gulag in terms of free speech. Elon Musk getting a hold of Twitter, promoting free speech, is one of the greatest things ever. He's got a long ways to go yet, but he's getting somewhere. Let's hear Bob Bayer, formerly of the CIA, say this. It gets more and more challenging to discern what's real and what is, you know, misinformation or disinformation um, with deep fakes and, and with the sophistication by which some of these influence campaigns are developed. Uh, how do you discern what's real versus what's fake, even, you know, in, in light of that sophistication? Here's Bob Bear. Well, that's why the pre-Musk Twitter had 7,000 people going through these accounts. You can pick them out with algorithms. You can pick them out by looking at them. Uh, you can check IPs and the rest of it, and you simply block them. 
And it's, it's, it's not right. And you know, this freedom of speech is just nonsense because you can't go into a movie theater and yell fire. It's against the law. And what Putin's going to do and the Russians is they're going to use this as a vehicle to, to save himself in Ukraine. And you know, whether it's going to work or not, I don't know, but we're going to see as soon as these restrictions come off, we're going to see the Russians all over, as I just said. And there you go. And sorry about the little background music on that clip. Sometimes you get a clip and they have to have the music on it, and so that's just the way it goes. But that CIA former agent, Bob Bayer, I've read a few of his books. Total loser, by the way. But they don't want you to have free speech because, oh, the enemies of the United States are going to exploit that. You're not adults. You're not really citizens of a country. You are living in a gulag, and you don't deserve free speech because the deep state says that, oh, the enemies of the deep state are going to use free speech against you, and they have to have nice people like Bob Bayer of the CIA to control what speech you can have, what you can say, what you can express, what you can see. That is the gulag they're living in. And by the way, they said, oh, hunters, people like this, Bob Bayer, Hunter's Laptop. That is Russian disinfo. Remember that? Two years they said that. It's Russian disinfo. You can't talk about Hunter's laptop. And Twitter deplatformed and banned the New York Post account for breaking that story. And they said it was Russian disinfo. It was not. See, this is how these people lie. Lie to control the narrative and get more power for themselves. They don't want you to have any free speech at all, no freedom at all. you got to live in their gulag. They're on top. They're guarding the gulag. They're the prison wardens. No thanks to any of that. That's the PSYOP survival skills I'm talking about right there to be able to see through absolute pernicious crap like that from a deep stater like Bob Bayer who tells you you cannot have free speech here. They can really seriously go to hell, people like that. I'm serious. That is really bad. All right. Now let's say hello to Charlene. Charlene from Arkansas. Welcome back to the ranch oh, here. How are you? Hi there. Yes. Uh, well, I try to call in, but the line's always busy, so I listen. But, uh, you know, uh, I like the way you've introduced words into the zeitgeist, uh, like um, uh, the cabal and the deep state, and now PSYOP. We couldn't say PSYOP a couple of years ago and now we can say it freely you're right i guess i was the on. first and, dude talking and, about deep state and yeah and, it, and, it kind of, and, and then and psyop that's, the that's, that's one of our originals yeah way. exactly <laughs> showing us the way out of this out of this dystopia that we're in and you know I, i'm trying to figure out a way to get out of it and i, I have a libertarian friend that was telling me about this two-party system the republican party was really formed as a pushback against the federalists and the monarchs and uh, they were trying to, you know, run our country again. And so Republican Party formed a pushback. But now they've really just merged into the uniparty. Yes. And, you know, I'm just wondering, why can't we just vote for the person? They don't have to be affiliated with a party whatsoever, like we have for nonpartisan races, like for judges. You know, they don't have to put Republican or Democrat. They just put their name on there, and then we vote for them. And, and just get away from the whole party system that's set up by the ruling elite to divide and conquer the masses and have us turn on each other and fight each other so they can, you know, run off with the money and keep the power. Well, so, they kind of create know, a I, fake circus and they profit big time from setting up the fake circus and getting everybody all like worked up about these or that fake issues and getting them yeah, distracted oh, so their eye is off the ball. Democrats and those awful Republicans, you know, we're just at each other's throat. And like you said, one way out of this 
dystopia is, and even if they're a Democrat, talk to them and look past that because they haven't gone down the road where we have, and they're stuck, they're, they're, they're caught in the matrix. matrix. And so don't right. be mad at them for not understanding, right. but be, you know, don't do what the, the ruling elite wants us to do, which is turn on each other and fight each other. And, you they're know, toying I, and with us, people, Charlene. They're toying with exactly. us. But we're not going to get out of the political party system that's too entrenched. It goes back too long. And so there, there's no way around that. We have to deal with a party system. Well, and uh, no, that's where we know, have to I, make is, the GOP a me, MAGA party, not a rhino party, in my opinion. Let's make it a MAGA but, party. But, hey, how long have we been doing that? Four years. Where's it got us? It's just got us one more step down that road. We've got to recognize that that's the matrix they've got us in. And, you know, remember Tragedy and Hope, Carol Quigley, the book they wrote that was like, the two-party system will keep the masses under control because they feel like they only have two choices. So if we can vote for the person instead of the party, and just like we do in the nonpartisan races, we vote for the person that we want and not the party. And so Trump needs to run as an independent you know, Rand Paul can run, uh, you know, not the same race, but Rand Paul can run as an independent. And did George Washington run as a Republican? No, no. he ran before he there was Republican? political parties. And he, he okay. did not want to so. see political factions come into being. Okay. But but they're here exactly. and they're here to stay. And it well, would be nice. No, and the corporate money runs both stay. of them and all of we them. Thought Bush, we thought Bush was here to stay, but he wasn't. So let's quit, get out of that mindset first. Well. That that to me is getting a little a little too out there, a little too utopian to be practical. Rare for me well, to and you, you to see a thing. A little, it would be nice. Oh, I'd love it, but, it, but I just but it's not going to happen. With the two party systems is dystopia. So we've got to work our way out of that and move away from that and not act like it's set in stone. But part, that's our mindset is that it's set in stone. We've got to kind of. Just crawl out from under that rock and start thinking, no, we don't have And one that. thing you said, Charlene, just now was about how they try to force, like, they control which choices you have. But see, they're creating the illusion of choices. That's what the political exactly. pros do, and, is and they, they create you the illusion yes, of choice and the illusion of debate and the illusion that anything different is yes. going to happen. The one person that's gotten through that is Trump. And he's the one that has them all freaked out, all nervous. They're so afraid of exactly. him. But just think about yeah. what I said. I know it's, it's not uh, in vogue to say that, but we we got to get out from under this rock and we started thinking about possibilities to change it. Okay, thank you, Matt. Well, right on, Miss Charlene. You stay close <laughs> all the way from Arkansas. Love your Twitter account, Charlene. And Saddle Pals, Blake, you're the man. Blow your brothers up next. Talk soon.